So y'all already know what I'm about to say. Whoever's over there mocking me. So excited to be here today. <laughs> we are back in the Trucking Breakfast Club. It is 9.01 on the East Coast for everybody that's listening from any other um, time zone. You know, y'all are after us, so we definitely appreciate that. Um, now, although I do miss being on every day, I do like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. What y'all think? Y'all like Monday, Man, Wednesday, Friday? I'm liking it a lot. Getting a lot of a lot of stuff done on Tuesday and Thursday. And going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know hey, Desi don't like it. Less is no. Less is more. Is, hey, quantity versus, uh, I mean, quality versus quantity. That's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah, that right. Part. That's right. Okay, well, let me go around and let everyone say good morning. Hey, Desi, go ahead and say good morning to the people. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's Friday. Hey, it's Desi. D-Way Logistics. Let's get it. What you got, Henry? Hey, you know, I'm Henry from Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, small carrier, you know, media marketing. Hey, happy Friday. Keisha. What it do, y'all? What's up? It's Friday. Friday, payday, 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 Friday. Let's get it. <laughs> Bri, I know you on vacation. What's up? What's popping, y'all? What's popping? It's Friday. I'm I'm on this first day of my vacation, about two, three hours away from where I need to be. I'm Bree. I'm a freight broker, uh, owner of Carter Bridge Logistics, straight out of Atlanta. And, um, I was gonna say, and um, you breaking up. <laughs> Good morning, Delana. Good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Delaine. I'm the owner of Prestige Financial Services Group. I do um, accounting, bookkeeping, tax preparation, business formation, um, along with the long list of other services. Um, and so, yeah, and today is Finance Friday. Today is Finance Friday, y'all. Not only is today Finance Friday, April is Financial Literacy Month. So my girl Delana is bringing some good, good, good stuff this month. I'm super excited. For those who don't know, my name is Kelsey. I'm out of Atlanta as well. Owner, I'm a small carrier and also owner of Legacy Trucking Consulting, um, where we do um, compliance for trucking companies and back office as well. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. I've been missing y'all. I feel like the days in between, they just sometimes it just take a long time to get through. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, excited, excited for this month. As you all know, last Friday, we turned all the way up on the credit. Now our girl Delana is getting ready to take it up another level. Um, a lot of people, she says, have been reaching out to her in regards to business credit. So as you know, um, let me just first say this. You are in a trucking breakfast club, the only popping room i'm just playing <laughs> just kidding y'all you in the trucking breakfast club um we are here monday wednesday friday from 9 to 11 a.m you already know everybody that's in here is family to the left to the right to you for anybody that's new and joining welcome in we will be turning on hand raising at about 9 30 so that you can come up and ask your questions um in the meantime 
we gonna get into this business credit, Delana. They don't know. I mean, I'm sure that they do know. Trucking is such a freaking cash intensive business. A lot of people cash flow their business, and because they're not making a super duper profit, they don't think that they're doing anything. But the business is just taking care of itself, which is kind of you know the first step. Um, Delana, I mean, take the floor, girl. What you want to touch on today? Okay. Um. Y'all got to forgive me right now. My background is kind of crazy because I'm still out running errands. Um, but I do, I have a whole list of everything to make sure I don't try, you know, forget anything. Um, but just to, you know, start off, I do want to just go over um, just the importance of building your business credit, you know, and why you should and steps on how to build your business credit and do it effectively. Um, so you definitely want to take notes today. Um, okay, so um, the reason why, of course, um, you want to separate your business and personal liabilities. So, of course, that is like the number one reason to build your business credit just by separating those different liabilities. Um, businesses uh, tend to get higher credit limits um, and better rates and terms than you do on your personal um, it also frees up your time, like when you're building your business credit, um, it frees up your time and you're able to, um, you know, hire help and provide just a safety net um, financially. And, um, you know, and it's easier. Business credit is actually easier to build than personal credit. Um, you know, personal credit takes a long time. <laughs> um, with business credit, it, it's easier to do it once you start, you know, get it going. Um, and like you said, Kelsey, um, there's three different, um, the, I like to call it like the three C's of business credit, and that's credit, uh, cash flow, and collateral. Cash flow is, um, of course, when the money is just moving in and out of the business um, in a month. And then, um, and that's, you know, coming in from uh, cash, coming in from your clients. Um, and then the cash going out is from your business expenses. Um, and so in order to, like, banks really look at whenever you're looking um, to establish um, credit with them or get, like, loans or anything, that's something that they're going to be looking at, your cash flow. Um, and having great cash flow um, consistently that's coming in and out of your bank account is great. They um, would love to see at least $10,000 every month um, that's, you know, coming in, $10,000 plus every month um, that's consistently coming in um, for at least three months. Um, and when they see that consistently coming in and out, then um, they feel like your business is doing well. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do 15 things at one time right now. <laughs> you might be in Starbucks. <laughs> no, picking up breakfast for my mom. She called me early this morning and asked me to pick up breakfast for her. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, the next okay. thing with. Okay. Do you, want to, you want me to ask you a couple questions so that just so that if people are like, dang, she's talking a little bit fast because you know we get passionate into it. Um, so what? Why is it easier to build than personal credit? Okay, because when you're building your business credit, 
um, there's just certain steps that you're able to follow. And if you follow those steps, it's just easier. And um, then they will report um, to different agencies, of course, like your DMB. Um, and also, um, they'll also report to like Experian and TransUnion and that sort of thing as well. But um, it just moves a little faster than it does with personal credit. And I'm sorry if y'all hear my niece in the background. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Do you think that okay. I've had people ask me, do I think that it's important for them to pay to let certain um, cause you know, I guess with Nav or with, with Nav, I want to say you can pay to have certain things reported to your business credit. Yes. And that was, um, another thing that I was going to get into a little later, but yes, there are different agencies that you are able to pay, um, that will report to your business, um, credit. And so, uh, that is definitely a way to help establish your business credit. Okay, cool. Okay, you can go ahead and continue. I just wanted to um, clarify for anyone who was just coming in. You can go ahead. What we talk about next? Which we're we going to talk about building it up? That's what I know. That's what a lot of people have questions on. Yes, absolutely. So that is my next point. Um, and so it's like four different things on building your business, um, like building strong business credit. Um, you want to, of course, have business credibility, your vendor credit, your retail credit, and your cash credit. Those are like the four things. Um, and so I'm going to like break down each one. So the business credibility, um, that's basically things that lenders look at um, when they are, you know, just checking to make sure your business is established. So of course, your business name, making sure you are incorporated um, and Whenever you go to apply for anything, you need to make sure, bless you, you need to make sure that your um, business name matches exactly what you have um, registered with um, your Secretary of State. Your EIN, you want to make sure, of course, everything matches exactly. Um, also, your business address. Try not to use your home address. Um, don't use a P.O. box or a UPS or any of those others. You want to have a, um, a physical address um, when establishing your business credit. Also, a business phone. And make sure it's also listed with, like, 411. And you want to have, like, a real business uh, phone line. Um, you can also get those um, VOIP numbers or whatever, but not, like, a a mobile phone or a home phone or anything, you want to have it set as your business number. Um, sometimes you are able to establish like a mobile phone um, through your business name. Um, sometimes those will work, but with most creditors, they want you to have a landline phone. Um, also have a business fax you, um, and put that on your applications whenever you're going to apply for credit. Um, they do look at that, and uh, for some reason that is, um, they like to see that as well because they feel like you're more established. Um, your business website. Go ahead. Um, of course, making sure that you have a business website that is professional and that it reflects your brand and your business. Have a professional email. Um, also, make sure that you have all of your proper business licensing in place, um, they are going to also look at your public records. 
uh, make sure that like, you don't have any liens or judgments pending lawsuits or anything against your business. Also, your business bank account. Make sure you have a business bank account. Um, the age of your business is highly determined uh, when you like open up your business account um, because it shows that you have an established business and it is separate from your personal. So that is something that is really big that you know lenders uh, do look for when that when you're looking to establish your business credit. So those are just like a couple different things. Um, that you definitely want to make sure you have in place when you are getting ready to um, apply for business credit. Girl, that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a lot already. My gosh. Okay, okay, keep going. So we got the credibility, and then we got the, um, you said, you said retail. Well, so, I mean, okay. can, can we can we even step it back, or do do you want to ask questions, or is it better just to go through the whole thing and then we ask the questions? It's up to Delana, however she wants to do it. Yeah, I mean, however you, you want to do it is fine. No, however you want to do it is fine. Okay, you okay. Yeah, so um, just just clarifying because I'm I'm going to ask you questions like I have no idea what's going on or what I'm talking about or you know like I'm brand new. So okay, because he was talking about the uh the v the v o i p that's the voiceover uh uh telephone voice companies yeah so <laughs> now so what are some companies or services that you know not to use at all like what are the ones you know that's like a red flag do you know any of any um now that is a great question as far as ones not to use yeah no i i don't have any you know not to use um i don't really use the voips but i do know that you are able to use some of them um you know as a a cheaper route or you know a money saving route um but um, I would personally just go with because a lot of times you can just get like a bundle deal or or whatever um, with different things or just you know oh, like those bundles just, like from the cable company kind of thing. Correct. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And okay, so okay. I would say just go with something like that, but just making sure that it is established in your business name. So Google Voice is not going to work. Google Voice is not going to work. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> All right, that is know. one that yeah, that, great, thank you. So yeah, that is not going to work. So things like Google Voice and stuff, those are not going to work when you are trying to establish business credit. You want, I mean, I do understand that you know you guys are trying to save money um, and try to cut costs in any way possible, but when it comes to establishing your business credit. There are some things that you're just going to have to do and pay for in order to um, establish that credibility in order to get more money. <laughs> right, right. All right. So um, now um, I know you were saying like for the business address to get the, um, I mean, the, the business website has to be like professional. Any anything that you have seen that that would probably send a red flag to somebody that they're trying to get money from? Like what's something they probably should not have or one thing that may do well with having on their website? to make it more professional. Okay. So on your um, website, you definitely want to have a professional um, web address. Do like .com, .net or whatever, not, you know, and and that's whatever, not like a Weebly.net oh. <laughs> or, or, or a go, like at the end it says GoDaddy.com or, or what have you. You definitely want to make sure you purchase your domain. It is your own domain. <laughs> um, you want to make sure you have your um, 
your phone number, your address. Um, make sure you have everything, you know, about your business. Make sure it's professional. Get with someone like Henry um, who can go over and, you know, try to uh, help to make your business website um, credible and professional. Um, he does a excellent job. So, yeah, definitely get with someone like Henry. Um, just even if you just want, like, a brief overview and, you know, how to improve your website. Um, but, you know, those are some things that you definitely want to do. Um, if you have, like, depending upon what your business is, have some pictures or what have you um, on there. Um, make sure you have a great description about what you do, um, you know, and what your business is, how long you have been in business, um, that sort of thing. One tip that I learned, Elena, is if you do not, if your website is not finished, at least get the website by the domain. Have somebody working on it to where it says, even if it says, like, coming soon or something, to at least show that you're working towards it. Um, I've had a couple people that that has worked for them as well. Yeah. I mean, really, really, they don't have to overcomplicate it. If If they just did, like, a one page, hey, this is what my business does, and they got, just like Delena said, all those the phone numbers and the address at the top and the bottom with the logo, like, you know, just kind of keep it simple. It looks professional if you got all your information on it. Yep. I agree. Yes. Did you have any other questions, um, Henry, for a business? No, nah, no. Nah, yeah, not not from um, for, where she, for where she was talking about. She, you do actually a great job of doing full description of it. I was just like. I'm like, girl, you should have had all this information, honey. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. Bro. I know. I know. This is like, <laughs> and that's why I said make sure you take notes because this is, information that people pay for <laughs> so <laughs> hold yeah. on to some of them some of them tips okay let's go on to the next one so we just finished our business credibility what's the next one so the next one would be the vendor credit okay so with vendor credit that's where you want to establish um like your net 30 net 60 net 90 accounts um and How many so do with, you need? i know you was about to mention it Yes. <laughs> so you need um, anywhere between like three and five vendor accounts. And you want to make sure that those vendor accounts report to um, DMB as well as Experian. Um, and I can give you a list of them. Um, and Well, just a few. <laughs> let's, I'll get about, to those. let's just do about the three to five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you definitely want to... Um, Give me one moment. I'm trying to do something for my mother right now. <laughs> um, That's the cliffhanger but... right there. Uh-uh, tell mama it's Delana Day. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I try. Look, I try to explain to them, and you know, everybody just don't follow through. Mama say she come first. <laughs> but um, okay, so. You want to, um, let me see, for the ones that you want to apply for, you want to go with um, places like Uline. Um, you want to go with places like, uh, give me one second, I have it written down with all the different Granger. ones. Granger. Yes, Granger is another one that you want to go with. And then um, there is also, oh, my God, um, Granger, Uline, and... Oh my God! Why can't I think of it? And I I just wrote them all. Every quill. Yep. Quill. Quill. That's it. Quill. 
<laughs> so Quill, Granger, and Uline are the three that you definitely want to go with, um, with establishing your um, business credit. And so those are at least three. Um, and those are the vendors. And so with those, when you're doing it, make sure you can apply for those without using your Social Security number. You are able to do that. Um, so whenever you go in, just make sure you put in your EIN number. Do not use your Social Security number. Sometimes with those um, different companies, they will want you to, um, like, purchase something up front in order to establish the credit. Um, so, you know, you may have to purchase something up front. Um, and then after that, they'll offer you, like, a net 30 account or a net 60 account, something like that. Um, sometimes they may want you to submit at least three orders um, before they offer you that. But as soon as they offer you that, you want to definitely start using your business um, credit with those vendor accounts. And so that's the first step in building your business credit. And like I said, make sure they are reporting to Dun & Bradstreet and Experian. Um, those are like two major things. Yeah. Okay. What about, I just want to um, put this out there for anyone that's listening. Delena, what is about the length of time when you can start expecting to have an okay score to where you can go and apply for some type of credit card, loan, anything like that? Okay, so um, with those, Dun & Bradstreet usually takes about anywhere between 30 to 90 days in order to start reporting. So you want to at least wait to, until it starts reporting on um, those credit reports. So once those, you know, once you see that it's reporting, um, you want to at least wait. So I would say at least give it, a, you know, at least a couple months, at least three months before you try to apply for anything else because you want to make sure that it is reporting and that it is showing that you have some type of um, credit established before. Um, and honestly, I would wait even longer than that. Um, personally, I say wait until at least you have at least 10 payments showing. Um, and then... I'm sorry. Here, Ma. All right, I got to go. You're welcome. You're welcome. I got to go, Ma. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you said okay, 10 so, Yeah, I would wait at least until you have at least 10 payments showing. Um, because, you know, then you have um, a good uh, payment history showing. Um, making sure you pay those on time, pay them, paying them early. Oh my God. <laughs> paying them early <laughs> um, would be more beneficial um, because, you know, they're going to be looking at that. And when you are establishing uh, business credit early on, they want to make sure that you are paying your accounts and um, they're looking at your payment history. So if you are paying those early, that's a, a big plus. Okay. Now, now, if they after if anybody ever pays anything late, is there any way to kind of get that removed or anything like it is with personal credit, or how does that work? Um, with business credit, I mean, it's a little harder to get that removed. You do want to just make sure you are paying those on time or early. <laughs> um, gotcha. I mean, because you you want to. You're trying to build business credit in order to, so it's not something that you want to like play around with. Um, this is something that you're wanting to build your business with 
and get you know capital for so you definitely want to make sure um, you are paying those on time or early you don't want any late payments for those okay so the next thing that you mentioned was the retail yes so once you have that vendor um, you want to go to your retail next so with your retail, those would be like your um, MasterCard, your Discover, your um, American Express accounts, your visas, that sort of thing. Um, so with those, you definitely want um, to have that established business credit. So that's why I say wait until like at least 10 payments. Um, for, and that's just for me. I, that's what I recommend. Um, is that so, what you have seen for your clients that work best? Yes, that's what I have seen that works best for myself as well as for my clients. So, you know, I'm not saying you can't go out there and do it early on, um, but you want, if you do, a lot of times you will have to um, use your personal credit as a personal as a PG, personal guarantor. Right. So if you're wanting to, you know, really establish that business credit, it's going to take some time. Um, but it's a lot faster than going with your business, I mean, your personal credit. Now, of course, you don't have to have, that's another thing, you don't have to have great personal credit in order to establish business credit. And those are the steps that I'm telling you about. Um, but, of course, you definitely want to work on your personal credit as well. Um, and try to build them both at the same time. Um, I've seen where, you know, of course, if you have great uh, personal credit, it just maximizes um, your ability to get the best rates and, and uh, get more capital um, with your personal credit. So um, work on building your personal credit um, when you are working on building your business credit as well. Okay, so, um, so we should uh -huh. not apply for retail accounts until, and again, I'm just like Henry. I'm just acting like I know nothing about what we're talking about. <laughs> we should act, we should wait at least 10 payments on a net 30, 60, and 90 accounts before we go and apply to MasterCard, Discover, Amex, and Visa. Will they ask for social security number? Now, with those, sometimes they do. I mean, a, a lot of times they do. Um, sometimes you are able to get away with not putting your Social Security uh, number on there just by using your um, EIN, um, but sometimes they will ask for it. So if you can get away with um, not having to supply your Social Security number, that's great, but sometimes they will ask for that, especially when you're just starting out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Anybody else have any questions on that segment so far? Nope, not at all, man. It's just, uh, I don't know. She came with just like the whole report detail. That's what I was like, man. I, I can't. know. That's what I was <laughs> going to ask you, Delana. How, and you'll probably get into it. I'll let you finish and then I'll ask my question. What's What's the next? So then we have retail accounts. Was there anything after that? Um, yes. So your retail and then your cash credit. So um, your cash credit is like going to your banks and trying to get personal loans. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, business loans. So one way, if you do not have um, your great business credit established already, of course, make sure you do those steps that, you know, I just stated first. Um, 
but another way to get a line of credit like through your banks or what have you just to establish um, something is by getting a secured loan where you're putting down like you can do with some type um, with some um, credit unions you can go and um, where they have the CDs and not and just in other banks as well some of them do um, I think Wells Fargo and there's some other banks that do it as well um, but you're able to just go in and tell them that you want a CD and um, use that for a secured loan. So you put in five thousand or ten thousand dollars or whatever you want to put in, and then you use that, um, and you just make your payments. So you already have the money there, and you're just making payments towards that. Um, and that is a way in order because the bank will go ahead and. They'll, of course, give you the loan because it's already secured. They're not losing anything, but it's helping you to build your business credit. Um, that's also another way to help build your personal credit because you want to have um, a certain level of, you know, things such as you want to have your installment loans. You want to have your revolving credit um, and your net 30, your net 60 and net 90 um, accounts um, all to help build your your credit your business credit now when do you think that people should pg for things in their business name um i would say like when you are going to get like a loan um that sort of thing in the beginning you're able to go ahead and pg at that time or if you are wanting to get like um any type of um, real estate or if you're wanting to go ahead and get like a vehicle or anything like that, you're able to go ahead and PG at those times. Um, and in the beginning, until you really have established your business credit, um, they're going to ask you to PG. Once you have established certain things and once you can show that, you know, your um, your score is at an 80 plus um, for your business credit, um, once you can, you know, show that you have had um, great payment history, then you would be able to, you know, establish without being a PG. Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Did you have any other tips before we started letting people come up and ask you questions? Um, no. I got one real quick. What's up, baby? She mentioned the score, and I just wanted her to say the name, which is Apex. Just go ahead and say that for everybody's, you know, classification. Yes. Explain so, that a little bit too, please. Okay. So yes, your um, apex or your um, score—that's your score that you have with um, <clears throat> Dun and Bradstreet. And so, like our personal credit, um, our personal credit goes from like zero to eight fifty, but with your business credit, it goes from zero to a hundred. And so, once you can show like a eighty plus. Um, that's when you have great business credit and it's, it has been established um, because you have your great payment history. You have um, all of your different um, lines, such as, like I said, your revolving credit, your installment loans, just like you would on your personal credit. Um, and it's showing great history um, on there and uh, the amount of accounts that you have open. Um, so uh, that's how you have your you get it. It's like I said, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with your um, the way that your uh, personal credit will work. 
Um, it just is rated a little differently as far as zero to 100. Is there a number that you should look to hit before you start? Um, <laughs> before you start trying to go and get different things. So you want to have your net 30, 60, and 90 accounts pay for 10 months. And at that time, your pay index score should really be 80. That's correct. So as long as you are, you know, paying those one time and, you know, and you're uh, constantly just as soon as you, you know, pay it off or whatever, try to just go back and get something else um, and, you know, and pay it off or whatever. And once you're constantly doing that, then your score should go to um, 80 with not with no problems, no issues. Got it. All right, let's take a moment. About to and order reset. me some Granger right now. Hold okay, on. I'm gonna go in there. Too. <laughs> right. Um, for those who don't know, you are in the Truck and Breakfast Club. It is Finance Friday. We have our finance educator Delana here, who does everything from business credit to business establishment to real estate to insurance everything so you are in the truck and breakfast club don't forget if you are new here you don't follow the club i don't know what you're doing go ahead and hit that house at the top give us a follow so that you know every single time we come on which is monday wednesday friday from 9 to 11 we are recording this episode um i'll get together with henry but i'll try and um cut it myself and make sure that we can get it up in a timely fashion today for everyone who's listening if you do have additional questions i am almost positive that Elena has additional things that she can do. Just make sure that you reach out to her. When you come up to the stage, please mute your microphone. Be respectful of those around you, and we will get to your question. Hey, Angie, how are you? Hi, good morning. Um, good morning. You know, um, Delena, I have a question. Um, I know that crew hasn't been reporting um, because they were pretty backed up and also Granger. So I just wanted to know that they start back reporting to Dun & Bradstreet as yet. Um, I'm not sure if they have started back yet. I know that even if they haven't started, they will be starting to, you know, report again. So you definitely still want to go ahead and, and use those. Um, and like I said, you're also able to use Uline as well. Um, even if you're not able to use like Quill and, and, um, Granger. but you know, whatever they do, they will start, you know, whatever you have paid, um, they will add that on there. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, thank you so much for the question, Angie. Hey, Bruni, how you doing? What's going on, Bruni? Good morning, fam. How you guys Good morning. doing? We're doing, doing great. Good. Okay, uh, so I just wanted to come here to say hi to everybody. And Q1 just finished, quarter one. So uh, it's funny, I was just going over my numbers and realized since you guys talking about finance, so I'm realizing what's killing my business is not fuel, it's maintenance. Maintenance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what's killing my business. So, and uh, uh, I was talking to uh, somebody that told me why sh- 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 I should consider leasing instead of buying used trucks. So after looking at the numbers, it seems to me that leasing makes sense. So I don't know if there's any financial expert in the panel. Delena, I know you're talking about finance. So my question is, like, do you guys think leasing makes sense, especially if you don't have to worry anything about maintenance? So I would say you need to look at what they're offering you. You need to look at if they're charging you, because more than likely they're going to charge you the monthly rate plus miles. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you real quick, Delana. But um, the monthly rate plus miles. So look at that and just look at your numbers now and see how many miles your drivers are traveling, whether that's twenty five hundred or fifteen hundred per week. Multiply like kind of forecast it out and see, you know, um, and see what those numbers will look like. Because you're right, if you take away the maintenance, but the what I'm saying is the mileage may now come back around and in and and take up for all those maintenance costs so it may just balance out you know what i'm saying it might not be just like a it's cheaper it might actually end up being the same cost but but you do you do get free roadside assistance because they're going you, you can't you can't touch the truck they're, they're yeah. going to they're going to work on their own truck and if it doesn't work they're going to bring you a truck so that's, you get that reassurance so even if it's a break even it's kind of like a hey, we well we know we got this as a reassurance. And then with that mileage thing, um, it may be harder now just because trucks are in short supply. But I mean, if you kind of call around at different places, yeah. some places you can kind of work with them, you know, like because mm-hmm. I, I think you're in like in the Northeast, like New York, so it may be harder. But if you call some somebody outside of out of that region that don't get as much business, you may be able to kind of come to another agreement with somebody else. I had uh, one of my friends do that in, out in Cali. And he got he got three trucks. He don't he don't have to worry about the mileage. Yeah, hey, I th- yeah. Go ahead, Desi. Hey, the creme de la creme on that is uh, Wasich. Um, they're at ten now. They do charge a minimum mileage, but um, I've talked to like some people, a lot of people in the industry, man, and they're they're on point. I do um, I do a couple of leases. I actually did a lease through MHC, and um. You know it's a hundred percent write off. There's just a lot of advantages in it. Um that makes you a lot of people compare it to the one seventy nine rule for the uh purchase portion, but yeah, it just saves you a whole lot in maintenance. So I know I don't know if they're talking about like the riders or the people like that. That's what you're talking about. Oh yeah, that's what I was talking so I'm no, sorry no. about that, didn't clear. No, it's, no, that's cool. Saying it's more it's more aspects to it. You got the Wasis, you got the HECs, you got a lot of other people who actually let you purchase, give you the option like Wasis, for example. Their business model is that every year they'll give you like a 19 or a 20. All you're doing is changing the tires and the oil on that truck. Um, it's under warranty. Like, for example, my guy at Peach State Freightliner I talked to, I was telling you about, Kel, he was saying they buy a lot of trucks from Wasis because they have, you know, they have newer model trucks. It's basically inventory that, say, a Freightliner can't move. Uh, they just um, allocate X amount of trucks to them because they're, you know, that consistent customer. After after they get through that warranty period, that's when they decide to sell them. You know what I mean? So they'll give you, like, say, if you're the person who leased it and ran it up to that point um, when it reaches this warranty end, um, and you want to buy it, they'll give you that option. But if you don't want to buy it, dealerships buy it. And um, so, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a whole lot, man. Just inbox me, and I'll wrap with you on it, Bernie. You know how we wrap. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I mean, you, you guys are absolutely right. And I think any small business owners out there, once you got some skin in the game, you kind of understand your numbers really good. I think that's something you should consider. And then that 100% write-off every year, goes a long way for your tax purposes and then that's one less thing that's going to be on your balance sheet so it's not like you have a truck and you owe 40 grand on it and that's going to be part of your balance balance sheet so that's something you don't have to worry about so definitely something i'll consider and then i'll keep you guys posted on that especially if you can find a driver and it's during peak season do it 
Yeah, it's definitely and worth another, it. <laughs> another thing too, especially because it is a new truck, it's a newer yeah. truck. So you're probably gonna get like a good quality driver, or it's easy for you to find drivers because drivers usually like good equipment. So yeah, they don't want to be stuck. They know they know you're gonna have some newer equipment. They're more likely to ride with you. Mm-hmm. All right, that's my thing for this morning, guys. All right, we thank you for coming up and hope you have a great weekend. All right. Hey, Miss Wanda, how are you? Grand Risings, Grand Risings. Um, I had a question for Delana. Um, do you recommend, what uh, credit service do you recommend to monitor uh, your business credit um, now? Or um, or do you recommend paying for the service with Dunn and Bradstreet? Um, I would recommend, yes, going with NAV is one of them. At some point, I do recommend going with the service with Dun and Bradstreet. Um, I don't recommend it early on, but later on, yes, I would recommend going with um, Dun and Bradstreet after you have established, you know, some of the business credit. Um, but yeah, that is something that you definitely want to monitor to make sure that they are reporting. Um, so I would say, you know, at that point in time, you can just start off with NAV and later on going with uh, switching over to Dun and Bradstreet. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Delaney, I got a question. Mm-hmm. What are your typical costs with Don and Bradstreet? Because I've made it to that point where I'm ready to transition. So what are the typical costs um, with them, if you know? Um, so it really it really depends. I mean, I have seen it as low as like 300. I think it's like 329. But I do know that the cost can go up. Um, I have seen it to where in the beginning, like if you first talk to a representative, They'll give you some outrageous number. Um, But after you continue to tell them, you know, no, I'm not interested or, you know, or, you know, that's out of my price range, they will, you know, drop the the rate for you. Um, But I want to say it's around 329 is the um, average. As for military discount, yes. Um, So what what are you paying for with that Dun & Bradstreet, Delana? What, what exactly are you paying for? What is that service? So what you're paying for is for them to report um, everything, like all of your business credit um, or anything that you have going on. So even like your utility payments, your um, your rent or your mortgage payments for your business. So any type of uh, um, things that you have that you're paying for uh-huh. for your business, they will typically they will report it as well as um, any type of um, like your also, like I said, just anything that you have as far as your lines of credit and all that. Oh, that's what I was asking you earlier. Like, like you're not paying to sign up. You don't have to pay to sign up for Dun & Bradstreet. No, you don't have to to pay to sign up. It's just for the reporting reporting everything. Correct. For them reporting. Gotcha. So, so if I have the money and I want to kind of speed up the process, could I just pay for that that specific Dun & Bradstreet service that you're talking about to yes. start reporting stuff? Yes, absolutely. So your Dun & Bradstreet number is free, um, but just the reporting of it, um, yes. So, but the way a way around to get around it, if you don't have the money up front, um, is to just go with. Um, Companies that you know will report to Dun and Bradstreet on your behalf. Um, oh, I see. Okay. Yes, and then also there's um, a thing called there's a service called E Credible, 
And with eCredible, I want to say it's like $25 for the whole year. They'll report like your rent and utilities or, you know, your mortgage payments or anything for your business as well. Um, they will report those to Dun and Bradstreet as well. So that's an, another way to get around it. Mm. Gotcha. I that didn't was- know that. I got to write that down. Make sure I put that in place. I'm going to do that today. Right. So the um, service that uh, Dunn's offer, I know at one time point in time, they tried to charge like $2,000. So you're yes. saying you can get them down to like 300 a year? Yes. Um, so like, the, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, for those listening, so like when you have those uh, leases that are personally guaranteed, I think you can back, back report those up to, what is it, 120, how many months is it? To Dunn's and Bradstreet, like self-reporting? Okay, for, so the, for the self-reporting, it can go up to um, two years prior. Man, my, my my business credit about to be on 100 right after this call. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so when they do that, they will report for the last 24 months. And so the, so the haggle is to get them to 300 a year to do that instead of them getting Absolutely. charged that $3,000. What was it, $3,000 a year you said it was? <laughs> yes, $2, yes. $2,000. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Anytime they start talking, I just be like, man, I don't, nah, I'm good. I'm all right. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I don't. I'm not doing nothing. I just need this. This is all I need. <laughs> Absolutely. Did that answer your question, Miss Wanda? And thank you for that gym as well. It did. Thank you. You could knock me back down. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Hey, Tiffany. How are you? Thank you. Hey, Tiffany. How are you? Oh, I had to come back to Miss Tiffany. Hey, Vaughn, how are you? What's going on? What's going on? Happy Good Friday, people. Yes, sir. Going on. All right, so I got a, a, a question for from for Miss Delena. Um, you were speaking about the phone numbers, right? Yes. Um, if so, I'm, I'm actually about to start one of my businesses today. So, I'm going to use. Um, well, I'm thinking about using Regis um, as far as my address, but you know they have the, the, the Jones where they give you the phone number as well, the package with the phone number and the answering and all that. Does Do those numbers work? Yes, because it will be a landline phone. So, yes, those will work. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. So, that, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was real simple. That was a question. I got another question um, about the leasing situation, right? Um, mm-hmm. Would that be a good idea for somebody – just starting with one truck or is that something you should do more like when you got a couple trucks as far as going to like ride about going to like coop by rider or Pansky and renting a truck yeah or, no no not, not necessarily renting but i guess leasing or i guess if that's the same thing i guess it, okay so it, um i guess it just really depends on what you have saved up because it it depends on what company you go with right. um uh-huh. like um desi said wasage is a good one um, I know that they should be getting some inventory in soon. That's who I was waiting on. <laughs> um, you have to have like 10 grand down and then, you know, your monthly payments. Also, like Lone Mountain is another one. Um, they are they do have inventory in right now. So, and it depends on whether you want um, a new truck. I know with uh, Lone Mountain, they have um, a variety. I want to say like for 2015s, they have it to where you only put like... Um, 
I want to say like 3500 down. 4500 yeah. Or for something like that. And then they also have the brand new ones where you put like um, 16.5 or something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, it just really depends. Um, and then you have those payments. Those payments do come, I think it's uh, bi-weekly. So <laughs> you want to make sure you have enough capital and you're going to... Uh, make sure you keep up with those payments. Yeah, Low Mountain is monthly. I definitely recommend if you go to them, make sure that you take a mechanic with you for sure, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was looking at Low Mountain a little while ago. But, um, yeah, then they started, I, I, I don't know, the inventory started getting a little low on the, on the older trucks. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they're going with a lot more newer stuff. And that, that, uh, that 14000 down, I was like, woo! Everybody done bought up all the older trucks. That's why. I, I, I see. <laughs> but the older shit. trucks where they don't need the ELDs on them? Are they trying to No, get... like 2017 International. Oh, gotcha. International. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, they only oh, got international. Like 20s and oh. 2021s and stuff right now. They, they bugging over there. And what was the company um that you said? That, 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 that you said that started with a W? That was Wasage. Why? How you spell that? Uh, w A S. Let me see. W A S. It's W A S. No, it's W A S A T C H. Oh, W A S A T C H. Yes. I got it. Oh, Bert, appreciate y'all. I was on the gar- in the garage, but that's one hundred percent correct. They're in uh, Salt Lake, Utah. So mm-hmm. um, just make sure you hit Watson's Lease. If you get remotely close to the spelling and hit Watson's Lease in Salt Lake, Utah, you'll get them. All right, definitely check them out. Appreciate y'all. I got a number for you too, if you inbox. Oh, right oh yeah. All right, I will do, brother. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Did you have any other questions, Vaughn? I do not. I do not. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend. Good Friday. Absolutely. <laughs> have a happy Easter for those who celebrate it. Absolutely. You yes, too. sir. You too. What's up, G's? Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing this morning? Doing, doing great, Friday. man. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I got a question for Delena. Uh, I was wondering, do you have any? Uh, basically, have you ever dealt with two businesses at one address? Is that possible? Because I have another business, but, I mean, it's not necessarily in a truck. You know, I'm on a move or whatever. But as far as building that business credit, are you familiar with attaching, using that address for you know, for, for the trucking business? Um, Can yes. I do that? Yes, you would be able to. What I would suggest is maybe just putting, like, um, suite one or, or suite two or, or A, B, something like that. Um, it can be for the same address, but just doing that sort of thing in order to just try to make it seem separate. Right, right. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. great. That was the only question I had. Appreciate y'all. Enjoy no, y'all absolutely. Friday. Kelsey, I haven't forgot about you. I got you. And uh, everybody I appreciate else, it. Hey, I, hey, good looking. Y'all appreciate y'all. I'm going to keep knocking these miles down on my way home. Absolutely. Get home safe. Hey, Delana dropping gems for real. Mm-hmm. Sweet one, sweet two. That's a fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, Lana, how are you? Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Great. How are you? Yeah. So this is for Delana and Kelsey. I asked Daywan this the other day. Sorry, y'all. I'm a physical therapist. I've got here. I'm just other people. Um, 
I recently got a uh, letter in the mail about me being denied for credit with BMO Harris. I've never applied. So I was trying to figure out, is there a way, you know, like on credit, like if you can put like fraudulent activity on your account so to prevent them from, or like alerts to prevent somebody from trying to open it up in your business account. Um, that's all. I, maybe you know, Delana, if not, I'll try to find out. Um, yes. So it would be the same as you would do for your personal um, you would still set up the, um, because they still report to also Experian, um, TransUnion, um, Equifax, that sort of thing. So you are still able to put um, alerts on your business credit as well. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it pushing. Bruni is back. Bruni, what you got? Yeah, I'm back. I have a question for Delina about uh, credit. And uh, before I ask her that question, one thing about the leasing, uh, what I was talking, because there's two types of leasing. There's like leasing where you lease to own. So most likely it's going to be under your personal credit. You just go there and then Lone Mountain, for example, is one of them. Now, the leasing I was talking about, it's like leasing under your own company. And that's mostly the rider of the world, the Penske. And those are not necessarily leased to own. They're just like, you know, it's like you pretty much like rent it long-term rent pretty much and then when you're done with it you just give it back so that's the one that Henry mentioned about the maintenance all those things that's the clarification I wanted to make so everybody's is on the same oh page. yeah thank you for that because I definitely didn't clarify I was like yeah that's a yeah this is all this stuff that happened and they wind up going over there to Wasage and they ain't getting all that it's like where my yeah, truck at yeah. <laughs> exactly right so uh question for Delina I do have uh, an account with uh Den and Bradstreet right uh, I'm paying like maybe 100 and change monthly. Uh, mm -hmm. They give me 10 trade references. So, obviously, for people who don't know, basically the trade references are, are the company that you finance with, you know, who you want to be reported on your behalf. Now, there's a lot of vendors that I deal with. Uh, for example, the BMO Iris, which is a very huge vendor as far as like, you know, financing equipment. There's other yes. that I used to. But they do not report to Dun & Bradstreet. And then I'm, I'm losing leverage right there because I'm paying them on time and I cannot, even, I cannot even report them. So what would you suggest in that situation where all my vendors or most of them, they're not reporting, I cannot even add them as a trade references? Um, and you said that um, you're not able to add them through Dun & Bradstreet since you already have an account? I tried to add them. Uh, it, 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 it's not going through. When I call Dun and Bradstreet, they say I have to contact BMO and all the other. When I call them, I speak to the accounting department. They told me they don't do that. They do not report to Dun and Bradstreet. Okay. Um, well, with those, if because not everyone does report to Dun and Bradstreet, like I said, um, and if you already have an account established with Dun and Bradstreet and they're not able to report it, um, unfortunately, they don't. But they will report to Experian um, and TransUnion and Equifax. And so with those, um, which is great, it's still great. And you're still able to use that for your business credit. Okay. So Experian, I can open like a uh, business credit. So it's not just for personal, it's for business also, right? That is correct. And so and you definitely want to um, both. You want to make sure they are reporting, you know, whenever you establish anything, you want to make sure they're reporting to either done in Bradstreet or Experian or both. 
got it. Now, the vendors out there, like the financial company out there, the banks, you know, when you're looking for a loan or a line of credit, which one they use the most, Dun & Bradstreet or Experian? Which one is the most popular? Um, well, both. But, of course, Dun & Bradstreet would be the most popular for business. But they do know that Dun & Bradstreet don't report everything, so they will also look at Experian as well. But, um, you know, they will look to Dun & Bradstreet first. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Kick me back, guys. Woo, y'all better stop playing with me. <laughs> you better come out with them questions, Bruni, just so everybody knows all of the moderators move the room. All of the moderators move everyone. Okay, so it's a team effort. Okay. Don't yell at me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bruni. That was some great information. Um, hey, Latorcia, how are you? I'm fine. Good morning, everyone. Um, my question is for Delena. Um, earlier you said um, to cut costs, um, instead of using Dun and oh, instead of paying Dun and Bradstreet's, um, uh, I think you said it was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, and you said that you could apply for a, with another company that was like twenty five dollars, and they would report to Dun and Bradstreet. What was the name of that company? It's incredible. Incredible. Yes, they also report to um, Experian um, and a couple of other ones as well. That was my question. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Absolutely. Hey, Miss Wanda, did you have another question, ma'am? I did. I did. Uh, for Delena, um, I've been using since I started back in 2005. Um, I've already had it done since 2005, but I started my business using my home address. Um, now I have an actual office address in an office building. Um, so which order should I go with correcting that information? Should I start um, with... Uh, going directly to Dunn's and correcting the information, or should I start? Um, I also haven't changed it with FMCSA yet, um, so I don't know if I need to completely change everything to the new office address, or should I leave some in my home address because that's more permanent, or do I just go ahead and just change everything, meaning with the IRS, with the uh, FMCSA, with Dunn's, Yes. So you want everything to match, um, especially when you are um, getting business credit. So since you have an office, I would suggest going ahead and starting with uh, your business license. And, you know, uh, with the secretary of state, I would start there first um, to make sure everything is set up properly with um, and having everything uh, with your new business address and then going with, you know, the FMCSA um, and then Dunn's and Bradstreet. Um, all of that would be uh, Duns and Branch Street would be last, but making sure you start from the beginning first, <laughs> like I said, with um, the Secretary of State, um, your EIN, um, and then also, um, and then the FMCSA, and then uh, um, what was it? <laughs> the last thing? Dun yeah, Duns and Branch Street. Okay, and one more question. So um, I have changed my business license with with uh with my city uh and with uh i with the uh state 
So now the same address, the office, I also utilize another business, which is called Business Address Solutions. Now, how do I go about making sure that Dunn and Bradstreet is able to, that I'm able to use that same address? I was, I was told it was some sort of form or something that I need to complete so that Dunn and Bradstreet recognizes those as separate businesses. Um, yes, but also, like I said, just putting um, like a sweet A and sweet B or one and two, that sort of thing, um, that will definitely help. To well, it's, the business uh, is going to be sort of like a virtual office, and it's already like a suite because it's in a big building, okay. so it's already like suite 202A. So I've already, I'm already using like two businesses in that address and I'm going to, it's going to be like, um, I already have like PO boxes and all that stuff set up inside the suite. So it's mainly for businesses that need an actual business address. So how do I go about, about that, making sure that Dun and Bradstreet, you know, like I said, recognize their different, uh, addresses other than a suite because I'm, it's already, <laughs> a suite. I was told it's a form you need to fill out with the postal service or something. Um, yes, you are able to fill it out with the postal service just to show that there are separate um ones there. But I mean, at, but if everyone is using it, it's still going to show on Dun and Bradstreet that um every business because I know even when I go in with my previous office that I had, um if I put in my business address, it will pull up on Dun and Bradstreet, it would pull up everyone who had different office suites in that building. Um, even if we had our different office suite number attached to it, it would still um, pull up everything that was listed at that business address. So is that would that be usable? Um, would they like yes, red flag still, that or what would you no, they happen? won't red flag it because it will show that there's different businesses there. Um, some of them would just use just the generic um, street address and then some would actually have their um, suite number attached to it. It doesn't red flag it because everyone was different and everyone still was able to establish business credit um, without, you know, having any type of issues. Uh, so, um, no, it's not a red flag. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Josh, what's up? Good morning, you beautiful people. How y'all doing? Good, how you doing? doing great. What's going on? Good lunch. Staying blessed and staying, staying productive. Um, my question is for Delena. Um, kind of going back to the 800 numbers. So currently, or the, the business number, currently I use a service called Freedom Voice um, that provides my business an 800 number, but it's not technically a landline. So I'm wondering, like, should I convert over to a different service? Um, Freedom Voice, that's the VOIP. Yeah, I mean, Freedom the Voice, voice I mean, I go ahead. Mm-hmm. I want to say Freedom Voice was okay uh, because it, no, yeah, it still provides the 800 number. So, yes, I guess it's still. Um, well, actually, actually, I use them and actually, they're actually fine. Yeah. They'll, they, even if you pay them like another $3, they'll list your stuff, well, keep your stuff listed with 411. Even, you can do, even though you can do the 411 for free, just give them the $3 and they'll keep it up on 411. 
Right. And I was going to say, because that's something similar to like effects and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that one is fine. Okay, good. And one other question, kind of piggybacking off of what Wanda was saying. Um, when I registered my business, I registered in one address, but now I'm thinking about uh, grabbing a, a virtual office, possibly Regis. So I guess my question is, when you start to change your addresses within your business, does that ever like raise a red flag when you start applying for stuff? Because I know they can see your history. Right. They can see your history. No, it won't raise the red flag as long as, you know, you're not moving often. <laughs> you know, if you're moving like every couple months or every other year or something like that, then, of course, it would uh, raise the red flag. But if it's just showing that you um, are growing um, and, you know, and because businesses move all the time. So, no, it does not raise a red flag. Like I say, you just don't want to constantly be moving. Okay. Well, that's all I have. Thank you very much, darling. I love y'all. Happy Good Friday. You too. Have a good weekend. Hey, Elena. How are you? Hello, Elena. Okay. I'm sorry. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Good morning. How are you? Um, good morning. I have a question for Delena. So um, this is about, I guess, making the payments on your business credit card. So like, I know you say it's a lot different from um, personal credit. So like with personal credit, I try, um, I try not to carry a balance. Is it the same thing? Like, do you want to pay like the whole credit card off like each month or a little bit more than a minimum payment is fine? Um, okay. So with business credit, it's just like with personal credit, how they tell you, you want to keep it at least 30% or below. It's the same thing. However, not having a balance or keeping it like zero to 10% is better. It will definitely help to boost your score, um, faster. And so it will, you know, help with that. So, um, I suggest, you know, if, even if you want to pay the minimum balance or a little more, that's great. But if you are able to um, pay more than that or pay it off, um, that's even better. And like I said, also paying early um, also helps to uh, raise your score as well. And it just shows great payment history. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Elena. Um, before we get to Mr. Elijah, I just want to take a minute to reset the room. You are in the Truck and Breakfast Club. We are here Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 to 11. Every single Friday this month, due to it being Financial Literacy Month, we will be discussing finance. Delana has some amazing people set up to come in here and help us really take our businesses to the next level. So I'm super excited about that. Um, for those just coming in, make sure you check out this episode will be put up on a podcast today. Um, you can find us on Apple and Spotify. Just type in Trucking Breakfast Club because she is dropping some true, true, true gems that people actually pay her a lot of money for. So <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Delana, for giving out all of this information. As a reminder, we are recording. If you have any questions pertaining to business credit or finance or trucking, definitely come up and ask your questions. Um, hey, Elijah, good morning. How are you? You probably hop back on the phone. Um, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany, were you back? Did you have a question or a gem to drop? Good morning, Kelsey. How are you, hon? Good. How are you? 
good. I have a question. Hi, Delena. Hello. So, and I do apologize, Kelsey. I was on the phone with a customer, but speaking Sorry, of, mind. <laughs> so I still have a eight to five and I'm a credit analyst. So I work with a lot of businesses and as Delena stated, um, I paid that score from zero to 100. And um, I have never seen a company uh, with a uh, payday score of 100. The most I've seen is 85, uh, which is still good. And not saying that you can't get 100, um, but I just never um, seen a company with a payday score of, a, um, of $100. I mean, of 100. Um, but my question to you, Delana, is... Um, which is, um, you would say, would be a better or the best business credit card? Um, I would say, you know, it's right. <laughs> I was going to say American Express would be the best one. I mean, okay. that's for me, just from personal experience um, and also helping my clients. Um, I would say American Express would be that number one. I need just gonna say that because <laughs> <laughs> you get all those points. Like all th- you get, all it's well worth it. And when when you come in, depending on who you working with, you could come in with points on your card. It's kind of like it's a no brainer for me. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's my only question. All right. Looks like we have someone else who has a question. Let's see. Maybe Clubhouse is tripping again. Okay. Well, they'll come up if they'd like to. Did any of the other moderators have any questions? I mean, have you used business credit for your business? How has it impacted you? What do you plan on doing with your business credit? Um, Desi, Henry, or even Bree? Bree, I know for you, well, that's they look at personal for your surety bond, I guess. So um, how did you use your business credit for your trucking, Delena, now that you're getting ready to get started? Um, so for me, I was able to, you know, use it to, um, as far as with me getting my truck, um, you know, that I'll be getting, I'm, uh, using both my personal and business credit. Um, but I'm trying, you know, that's just how I'm, I'm doing it as far as with the whole leasing thing. Um, they're going to use both. Um, I'm still having to do like the, the PG for it, but. Yeah. Do you feel that it made it better so they are going to report it to your business credit? Because that was one thing. Absolutely. Girl, that was one thing when I, because um, I went through Lone Mountain, and that was one thing that we go back and forth with them all the time. Like, I might call them every time we really make a payment, and I'm like, so can y'all report it to our business credit now? Like, what's going on? And they're like, well, at the time, we got it strictly through personal because um, obviously we were super duper green to the trucking industry. Um, and then, you know, but now they're like, if you did get another one, then we can do that. But I'm like, I ain't no truck. Oh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the game. That's the upsell. You heard what I just said. <laughs> right. I'm not getting a truck y'all. Absolutely not. Um, I know for me, like whenever I just think about scaling your business, I think it's absolutely necessary to unless you have an influx of cash flow to utilize your credit. And it and it's smart, too, because you never know when you'll have to fall back and use some sort of credit. Like, Henry, I know you mentioned all the time um, that huge maintenance issue that you had down in Florida, which you having to get your truck towed. A lot of that was tied to your business and to your business credit. 
Yeah, but then a lot of that, even with the business credit, even with my good personal credit, you know, a lot of them people just want cash. They wanted cash. They didn't care about none of that credit stuff. That's which is true interesting. as well. Because they'd be like, yeah, we need a T-check, and T-check is basically cash. Or they'd be like, we exactly. want cash. Yeah, so, yeah, it was it was kind of interesting. So it was good to have the uh, the credit. I know the credit definitely helped me start. I'm, I mean, as far as personal credit, I was I did have my, per, uh, my business credit established. It was just like really nothing reporting on it. But right. having that personal guarantee allowed me to do – things I probably shouldn't have because they saw like, well, you know, he pays his bills. This guy knows what he's doing. He'll be mm-hmm. okay. And we're still going to hit you for 40%. But you know, you know, so it, yeah. it, it definitely, it definitely helped, you know, having personal credit since the business credit was so new because the business, as I was starting to get stuff, like the business was only like three weeks old, you know? So, so Delaney, let me ask you this. Is it, so when you are starting a new business, do you find that it is smart if you want to kind of let's quote unquote say speed up the credit process and you have a, a excellent credit score and it's built out to the way that you can take on additional things. Do you think that it's imp- uh, easier, I guess, to to PG things to go ahead and get stuff reported to your um, your paydex score? Absolutely. So if okay. um, and that's why I was saying you don't have to have excellent um, personal credit, but it is great to have because it does help to speed up the progress because if you are able to go ahead and be a personal guarantor for your business, um, it just helps to um, establish those business credit lines or, you know, getting the credit cards. It helps you to get better rates um, and that sort of thing. So yeah, it is definitely easier and it also helps you to um, get more, capital you know so yeah how would it it help you to get more capital because since you're you have a great personal credit Uh whenever you're going to apply you're able to apply for larger amounts gotcha okay because it shows that it's essentially you just showing that you're more responsible correct yeah that makes sense what you had Desi hey I was just asking the question um, that you may mention that you asked about Regarding um, how how does it work for me? For example, Goodyear, um, people like that, they'll give you like they when I initially just showed them my EIN, like ask them, do you know? They'll have you fill it out and you fill it out with your EIN, and I got approved for a lot of like tire accounts, like Goodyear, you know, commercial accounts. That's what you call it, commercial accounts. And I mean, it kept me, you know, it let me, I'll say, stretch my money. In the initial stages when I was just starting to get in business, there was a lot of companies like that um, that they didn't report. Delane, I know your boss going to be booming today. So I got all these accounts that I need to just get reported in, and I'm, I'm on the E-Credible now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, <Yes. laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, it's just a lot of things people need to know coming in the industry like that, that um, it's better, you know, in establishing your credit even if you have the money dealing with um, Bridgestone to just, you know, get that business credit, pay it off. Even if you never use it, it's kind of like the quail. It's, you know, but just, you know, get with people, you know, who are in the know like Delana that make sure that it gets added to your business credit. Desi, I was going to ask you, I don't know why this just made me laugh in my head. I was going to ask you, uh, when you establish your net 30 accounts, cause you know, you're a country boy, 
What kind of stuff you be ordering from Uline, <clears throat> Granger, and Quill? <laughs> <laughs> See here now. See here now. There you go. <laughs> Man, I ain't even answering that question. You know, most people, you know, most people, I know with me, for me, when I got on there, I was like, ooh, let me see what we could order. And I think my husband might have ordered some, like a thousand count or like a, like a, like a 300 count of cups or something like that. I don't even know, but I have a whole story behind that. But, but, but no, being all the way 100. No, being all I know the way you was probably really looking through it. No, being all the way 100, like um, like Henry, Henry put me on it, but it goes back to us, you know, veterans, you know, having that equipment on your truck. You know, some basic stuff, hammers, yes. you know, mallets and stuff like that. That's what we need. Let's Let's not play with it. If we you gonna do it, let's do it, you know, to benefit us. You know, and getting, you know, the reflective vest for your drivers, things of that sort. And then it'll really be a benefit, you know what I mean? Matter of fact, get you some patches. So every time you buy something from Quill or Granger or something to make you look real official, get the patches that have your company name on it, just iron them things on, and now you have a, a company attire for your driver. Okay. Yeah. See how you turn your joke into some uh, knowledgeable, helpful information. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, <laughs> it definitely helped with that. Um, doing the factoring and the insurance too, having some good credit as well. Your business credit? Oh, not just personal credit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, but well, they're yeah, seeing but you have it lined up, but then like when you go into factoring, it was like, yeah, we'll give you two percent. Then they'd be like, oh, we'll give you a one point two five percent. Yeah, you know. yeah. But you know what's so crazy? Somebody mentioned it, and I know Delana, this your this your bag, baby. But um, let's wrap on it. Um, can we get that big old factoring line of credit added to our business credit? That's mm. that's a, that's critical. Where a at? Oh, he getting married, yeah. huh? Dang. That's uh, my, yeah, he, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Hey, <laughs> oh, Grace, wow. anybody? Great that's a that's a great. If anybody in the room knows, raise your hand. That's a that's a good question because that'll make your business look. Top notch, right there. If you if they factor a certain amount of money through them and then they add it on there, that's that's good. No country boy come up with one every day. Every I night I get one a day, one a day, baby, one a day. Activity coming through. I told you. I already I told you this morning. <laughs> but yeah, Delana, did you have any other tips? I mean, you touched on a lot. You touched on a lot of different things as far as, but that was my main question was, you know, you hear so many. Oh, they Sorry, it was echoing. You hear so many people that just say like, you can, I can get you a certain amount of business credit in a certain amount of time. And you know, different things like that, but it really, for it to be done the proper way, I just want you to elaborate that it is important to do it the correct way. Right. Um, there's a lot of different ways. Of course, people will um, tell you they can, you know, guarantee that you can get a certain score or a certain, um, you know, or boost your credit up within 30 or 60 days or whatever. Of course, it's going to cost you. And of course, there are ways that, you know, you can try to do it. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, I would say the best thing to do is just to do it the proper way. Um, and it, it's just going to take time. If you just follow the steps um, and just do it properly, then, you know, you'll have it. It's done correctly. And, you know, it's something that you can be proud of, something that you have built. And, you know, and you're going to definitely take care of it. So I just say, 
you know, just take your time and just build it correctly. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Looks like we had some people come up. Michael, did you have a question this morning? How are you doing? Hey, good morning, good people. How's it going? Huh? I'm doing good. good morning. What's up, my brother? What's going on, big dog? Uh, I can't I can't call it. Hey, uh this might have been addressed earlier, so I apologize. Um it's in reference to kind of Navy Federal. Uh I finally finished jumping through the hoops to get in the personal account, so now I'm trying to jump into their business account instead of going to Chase. Um do you guys actually if, if when you opened your business accounts in general, did you use Regis or did you use uh your personal addresses cuz I'm kind of I'm not trying to be cheap. I'm kind of keeping trying to keep those expenses low. And number two, uh, when you because I'm looking at the application, uh, when you guys are applying for your business accounts, did you have a personal website? I don't I don't see why the, the need for it initially, but I just wanted you, you guys guidance on that. If that uh, makes he sense. Just, Mr. Michael, you just came. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could I could speak a little bit about that because I do have a, a business account with um, Navy Federal. And, um, yeah, I mean, Regis is fine. So, yeah, it's good. I think it's just good to have everything set up and it all lines up. And I think the website, yeah, just give them the website. And, and I actually don't even like Navy Federal for Business. I don't think they really help you that much, to be honest. I was going to say that, too. I don't have yeah. them for no Their personal is great because they'll, they'll give you, like, $25,000 on a credit card for no apparent reason whatsoever. But your business, they, they go through a whole nother process and – you know, they be asking for like invoices and stuff before they kind of they be like, yeah, we'll give you a certain amount of money depending on what kind of bills that you're bringing into your business. And it, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of red tape trying to make that thing. It work. is. It is a lot of red tape. And I'll say, Michael, whenever I just set up another business account with them, I did use a Regis account. Um, and the way that I kind of got around having to wait a long time is I submitted my application. And two days later, I called them and just finished everything on the phone. They tell you to give them at least two days. So on that second day, y'all already have my application. I called them, and we got it done in one day. Oh, they so, usually tell you longer? They usually, I mean, sometimes if you don't get to them, they will get to you when they get to you. Oh. So if you call them, then, you know, you can get through a little bit sooner. Okay. I didn't even call them. I just gave them the stuff, and they, mine came back kind of quick. So Yeah, okay. but I had everything already um and if you go up there, too, it's easier as well. But, yeah, I had everything already set up, Michael, just from the beginning, you know. And if you get on Regis, too, um, you can look through the addresses to find a more inexpensive address because, of course, all the ones like downtown and stuff, they're going to be a lot more expensive than if you find, um, you know, there are a couple other ones on there that work as well, just as, you know, just as good. And they're maybe not $100 a month. Maybe they're, you know, 65 Gotcha. So if I'm not to get in your business, but if y'all is saying that uh, Navy Federal isn't necessarily the best uh, to go to uh, for the business, account, who you guys, you guys like use like Chase or whoever? I do have Chase. Also, I would say Wells Fargo or also going with a smaller bank like your local banks, um, like uh, your local credit unions or that sort of thing. I think those are better. <laughs> Because you can, um, Delana, correct me if I'm wrong, you can open more than one business account for your business at different banks and utilize them for different things. Yes, absolutely. Like a smaller bank in your town will definitely be more um, willing to give you a certain amount of money, you know, than a larger like Wells Fargo and Chase. They look at it from more of a corporate side and standpoint. Yeah. 
I, I agree with that. I, I got like a smaller like regional bank. Somebody that actually worked like got SBA programs and stuff, and they're like a whole lot easier. And they seem to even kind of coach you on what to do to make things look good for you know for you to get your loans and stuff. Cool. Hey team, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. Thank you for coming up. Hey Bruni, how are you? Back again. <laughs> yeah, I'm back again. It's it's, it's good good convo, good conversation, you know. I'm learning Absolutely. I agree. So, uh well, talking about the business account, uh I have a Chase account that I've been using for a while now. I still use it because Chase is very accessible as everybody knows they're all mm-hmm. place, every corner. So, uh, but the thing is about like getting like a loan out of them. They just look at my numbers and they say like, you know, I'm not going to give you money. It's funny. I have a lot of money being deposited in that account, but they still don't want to give me a loan. That's why I decided to open a Navy federal credit union. And, uh, the process was really smooth. As you guys were saying in two mm-hmm. days, I called them and I got it going. So, um, that was it. So as far as the question for Delena, I work with, um, when you ready, because I'm pretty sure all you guys have been receiving phone calls from, you know, brokers to lend you money. Right. So when you are ready to ask for a loan for a line of credit, do you go with these brokers out there that are offering you a loan? Or do you think just go directly to your bank or your, your, your credit union and then pretty much ask them for that, for that. Which one you think is better? I'm sorry. When you say going to the broker, I would go to a bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally. Um, because you know, there's a lot of lenders out there that just, you know, that, that offering like products like that. Right. And, yeah. For me personally, I would just go to uh, my local bank. Okay. Has anybody has good experience with Navy Federal? Because I opened a Navy Federal account, business account, that's basically just for that. So I can open a line of credit with them. So anybody have good experience with them as far as like getting a line of credit? Nah. <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't tried. Um, I haven't tr- actually. Yeah, I would just say, I would just say with them, you definitely just have to um, try to if you have that cash flow in there. Honestly, what I would do is, I would just be putting maybe like start out with like a thousand dollars and just continually put money in there and don't take any money out. Because they're very, like, they want to see that you have money in your account and that you're not taking a lot of money out. And also, um, they're going to look at any type of late payment that you've ever had with Navy Federal on personal and business credit. So even if you had a late payment, like, to them, a two-year-old late payment is like it just happened last month. And they, they ask those bills. They, they actually yeah. see what you're doing. They ask the members. Yeah. All right, I I agree with you, Kelsey, because that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm yeah. sending weekly payment over to that uh, weekly transfer over to that mm-hmm. uh, this account. So hopefully, I mean, I'll give it a shot anyway. I'll let you guys know. So, all right, sounds good. Let us know. Yeah, let us know what what ends up happening. I'm interested to find out. Right, and I was just going to say, you know, banks definitely look at the cash flow, um, what's coming in and what's going out. You definitely want to make sure you are having money come in on a regular basis and of course um not trying to do the minimum as far as going out um so yeah they look at that and they want you to have like an established amount that you have in your account um so they like i said before early on like they want to see anywhere from like 
10 to $40,000 like in your account, just sitting there, <laughs> um, you know, but also having that flow coming in and out. But if they see that in your account, they feel like you're more um, established and they are more uh, prone to um, helping and giving you money or giving you a loan because they feel like you're able to repay it at that point. Now, well, one last question, uh, Delena. As far as like Paydex score, what's the what's the average somebody a business should have in order to be eligible for this type of line of credit? What's the number? What's the magic number, so to speak? Um, eighty would be the magic number. Eighty. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, Kendrick coming through with his Amex card in his picture good morning kendrick how are you look i'm over here bigging him up i'm about to say you gave him a grand introduction and it was just like (laughs) come on kendrick hey natasha what's going on girl hey how's everyone doing doing well do you have a question this morning actually while i was sitting up here most of the questions were answered um i did have a question about because i um i think when navy federal and i opened up a business um account there and uh, I tried to apply for a business credit card, but I was denied. But I think I I know why I was denied now by listening to you guys. Um, but I think um, I also have another question. Does, do you recommend having uh, more than one business account at other banks like Chase and Wells Fargo uh, for your business? Or does that depend on how big your business is now? What do you think, Delena? I definitely recommend having uh, more than one business account at different banks. Um, Now, I would suggest, you know, going if you are going to do um, like a Chase or Wells Fargo, then also um, diverse and have like a credit union. Also have like a smaller uh, local bank, um, like a regional bank or um, like uh, Henry stated before or just a smaller local credit union, um, like a teacher's credit union or something Mm -hmm. of that nature, um, I would suggest going with something like that because you just need um, the different banks for different things. And so they all offer something different. They all offer different programs. And then they also just help you out in different ways. And I will always suggest um, getting with your local banker that is there, uh, whatever uh, bank that you open it up at, um, just also establishing a relationship with your banker. Um, and that's great because they will tell you about all the different programs that um, that open up because I know every time I go into Chase, I have this one. We talk and we laugh all the time. Anytime anything uh, new comes up, she comes and she tells me about the different programs. Also, whenever you're wanting to apply for credit, um, they're just more prone to helping you get through all of the red tape um, if you will. So, and just, you know, telling you all the tricks and stuff and also speaking with the underwriters on your behalf. So, you know, it's good to establish a great uh, business relationship with your local banker. Wow. Thank you. That, that was a lot of information. I didn't even know you could um, speak to the underwriters. I didn't even know well, that was an option. No, uh, the banker does. The banker does oh, okay. on your behalf. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're saying build a good relationship with the banker and have Correct. Them speak on your behalf. I see. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I appreciate. You're it. welcome. Yeah, my banker knows my son's name. He'd be like, "Yeah, your baby walking yet?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's going on, Angela? What you got for us today? Good morning, Breakfast Club. How are you guys this morning? Man, we great. Good morning. 
Hey, Lakeisha. Hey, Kelsey. Um, thank Hi. you. Hi. Hi. Thank hey. you for thank you for sending the um the government getting those designations the PowerPoint. Thanks for sending that to me. I appreciate it. Um, as I was sitting up here, I was getting my questions answered. One of them was, which uh, bank is one of the best to get a um, business account? And I heard Navy Federal was just like, eh, okay, so I'm not going to go that route. Anyway, I didn't know how I was even going to get one because I didn't, I know that you have to have some type of connection to the military or a family member or something like that. So I'm not going to um, worry about it. Um, so I have a different question. Um, and Lakeisha, and um, maybe you can help with this one And for dispatchers. What's like your preferred method of payment like from carriers or, or owner operators and do you refer folks to a to a certain factoring company like which ones do you guys like the best that's a great question uh i actually deal with local factoring um i outsource my driver's factoring which is an option sometimes drivers will come with their own factoring company but um when they do, I ask them, you know, I, I try to vet their factoring company to see if it's somebody I can work with. Uh, I have worked with Over the Road before. I mean, they, they're really good. But I just like dealing with smaller factoring companies. In form of pavement, I do everything by square. I like square. I really do. I'm going to get me a little square machine myself. <laughs> Is it that answer your question, Angela? Hold on, Angela. Oh, okay. Hold on. Dewan said he's going to raise his hand. He has information for you on how you can get into Navy Federal. So just hold tight. And what you do is just go in there and just tell them, like, yo, you're going to give me something. And then they tell no, you no. Henry. And then you just go, like, yo, I want this account now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, that is not what you do. Hold on one second. I'm bringing you up. You don't get it. Oh wait, he's not. You're gonna get some time today. You do that. You're gonna get some time today. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be careful at the bank. You raise your voice, they want to lock you up. So yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's what's going on, man? What's up, fam? Tell tell them who you are. Uh um Day One Sky, I'm Kelsey's husband. Um, and to answer Angela's question, if you wanted to get into Navy Federal, there's the loophole how you can do it. You don't have to know somebody or be affiliated with them. So the backdoor way is you call up Navy Federal. And you tell them that your grandfather died. Um, I know it's going to be a sad story, but tell them that your grandfather died and that he was in the military for X amount of years. Um, and they're going to ask what branch he was in. You can say the Navy, Army, you can say whatever you want to say. Um, and then that's how you easily get approved. You just do, just do that. Call him up. Hey, my grandfather died. I don't have no documentations of, of him being in the military, um, but he was in the Army for 20 years or so. Um, they might ask for a name, just come up with a name. They're not going to go um, and do an investigation. Um, and that's how you get approved easily to get into Navy Federal. Hey, that's a jam. And you know what? I might have my great great grandfather may have actually been in the military, I think. So that's thank you so much. I didn't know no it was problem. that easy to, to get in the back door. Is this old? Um, yeah, it's they're not going to listen. You don't. You don't. It's not an absolute requirement, Deanna. To um, to we ain't gonna get into that conversation. But no, it, <laughs> it, I felt you holding works. back, like you wanted to tell them, but I she know, was like, I am. "It works. It's legit." And 
trust me, it's not. I'm in the military, okay? And if that, listen, this is my thing, okay? If you, if they'll allow you to walk up and, um, if they'll allow you to walk in there with one of your colleagues or something like that, who you're not even related to and look you in your face, if I'm black and they're white, you can tell them this is my cousin. Okay. <laughs> they will give them a bank account. Navy federal is becoming a, what am I trying to say? What's the name I'm looking for y'all? Like a bank of America, like a, like a well-known, like, mm-hmm. bank. you know what I'm right. saying? So mm-hmm. it won't be this way for too long. Trust me. It won't. Yeah, they, okay. they don't really read it that much. <laughs> they didn't ask no that's documents right. that's or nothing. That's what I wanted to say. That's what I wanted to say. Exactly. So hopefully that answered your question, Angela. If you have any other questions, of course, just reach yes. out. Thank you, guys. Have a good holiday. You too. Hey, Camille, girl. Good morning. Hey, you always everybody. come up here singing, man. Well, you got an album coming out, don't you? <laughs> Not yet. So good morning. I wanted to real quick... Um, offer two things. So Angela talked about uh, payment uh, as a dispatcher. My preferred method of payment if I'm invoicing is through Stripe. If I'm not directly invoicing like for me to the carrier for payment, um, I do ACH with a split payment from the factoring company because I like factoring companies that um, have that split payment option. And they will pay me directly, and I don't have to chase anybody for my points. That's the first thing. What is the split payment, Camille? So a split payment, you just ask the factoring company if they uh, do offer a split payment option, which means when they factor the load for the carrier and they pay the carrier, they'll also pay you. So there is some things that go into it, like um, for the companies that do do it, you have to have, you know, a signature from the uh, carrier themselves that they're uh, willing to do the split payment for you. There's like a form you have to fill out that you uh, provide them with your bank account information, and then it goes directly into your business account. Perfect. Thank you so much for that info. You're welcome. And then the other thing is I wanted to offer to everyone, you know, I know Regis is like a really popular um, company to use for virtual addresses, but just think about your local area. Find out if there's a place that has some co-working office space. A lot of times they will offer um, that same service of allowing you to use their um, address as a business address. And it's a lot less expensive than doing the Regis. So just, you know, explore your options, look around, and see what works for you. Cool. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's some great advice. Bree, did you have something? Yeah, I was going to say she definitely read about um, looking into the local uh, for, like, you know, business addresses. But when you, if, for the ones that's going after, uh, business credit you definitely want to be a little bit more detailed into it because like myself I, it was one I was going to go with but it wasn't going to allow me to scale with the business credit uh you know for what they want to see so make sure y'all just you know vet you know vet everything good gym good gym good gym Bree thank you so much for that hopefully that helped um Camille did you have any other questions no, that was everything. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Happy Friday. You too. Appreciate Happy it. Friday. 
All right, who we got next? Oh, Elijah is back. Hey, Elijah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Did you have some gems to drop on us today? Oh, man. I mean, y'all done, it's, it's late now, so y'all done discussed <laughs> the majority of everything. <laughs> I apologize. I was, like, on calls and, and, and answering emails and stuff. All it's okay. We know you work, so that's yeah. fine. All right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I, I keep hearing, you know, the word chase being thrown around and, and stuff like that in, in virtual office space. Um, you know, the only thing I would say is if you are looking to get a virtual office space, just make it make sense. Um, you know, I know everybody wants to look at the cheapest office that, that the cheapest office space around. Um, but you know, if you live in North Carolina, don't open don't get a virtual office space in South Carolina. It, 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 just <laughs> it don't make sense. <laughs> um, but I've, I've had that, I've had that, uh, not too long ago. I had a consultation with, with somebody that wants to do business with me. And their office space was four hours away from their from their actual home. And like it, it just doesn't make sense. Like I, I don't care where you go, you know, as far as a lending standpoint, an insurance standpoint, uh, your vert your office should not be four hours away from your home. It, it just doesn't make sense. Under an underwriter in any aspect of, of the business of, of business. Um, people forget about the underwriter, they're Elijah. They're gonna scrutinize it. Yeah. So just it just make it make sense. Um, same thing, you know, Delena touched on a very, very good point. Uh, with dealing with your, your banker and, and dealing with banks. I used to work for Chase. I worked with Chase for seven years. Um, the better the relationship you have with your banker, the more you're going to get out of that particular bank. You know, Chase is one of those financial institutions. There is, they're a big bank with a small field. Um, if you actually go inside and interact with the bankers themselves. Um, there's been plenty of times where I applied a client for a credit card, you know, because the bankers, the bankers get paid on production. So there's been plenty of times where I apply for a client, you know, for a credit card. Um, where I didn't get an immediate approval, but if I call down and speak to an actual underwriter um, in back office, they'll actually sit down, take a look at it. You know, they won't let the, the system, they won't let the computer do a systematic um, declination or, or approval. Uh, and you actually get some real eyes looking at the application and they'll let you know, hey, yeah, you, we could we approve this. Uh, and this is how much we could give them. And sometimes they'll start you off with, you know, the minimum, depending on the car type, because there's minimums based on the car types that you're applying for. So based on the car type you apply for, they'll let you know, like, yo, the minimum we can approve for this car is, is $2,000. You know, they're willing to take that. And if you're willing to take it to help build your, your business credit, go for it. Uh, I can tell you Chase business credit cards are all personal guaranteed. Right off the bat, at the retail level, they're all personal guaranteed. Uh, they have an income threshold that where you can go up into their wealth management level. And, you know, they'll start to look at your duns and your, and, your, and your business credit. But right out the gate, they're going to personal guarantee everything. Same thing with the, when, when you're applying for a business loan or a business line of credit. Um, majority, I'm not going to say majority, all of them are, are going to be personal guaranteed until you get over, you know, a, a certain million mark. And then that's when they, they base everything on a corporate credit. Yep, very true. I was going to say something on top of that, but I don't know if they want to add that information, so I'll ask them on the slide. But, yeah, Elijah, <laughs> that's great. That's great information, um, and that's so true as far as – that's what we were speaking on earlier. Like, a lot of people think that they're going to come right in and be able to use their business credit for everything, but it's like um, for a minute, especially for you to get certain limits and things like that, you might have to PG some stuff. And I know Delana agrees to that as well, um, as she may mention of earlier, so – yeah, that's some great information. Um, looks like we have someone we've never saw. I actually saw him in another room. 
Um, hey, Adil, how are you? Hey, good morning. How are you? Doing well. What can we help you with today? Thank you for allowing me to speak. I actually don't have an, uh, a lot of questions. I was actually just listening to a lot of people speak. And I'm very, very new to Clubhouse. So I was just going to offer something we, I have done over the last uh, few years to help people set up uh, uh, new businesses. So what I, if I'm allowed to say that. Um, oh, actually, we, yeah. I don't think he's advertising him. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we could just Sorry, ask, are you trying to advertise your business or are you dropping some knowledge? No, no, no. We, uh, I'm not trying to advertise my business. What I've done is when we, uh, this is how I got uh, big in the business. Okay, then go ahead. Yeah, if you're just not yeah, straight okay. advertising. I'll tell you my way. story, right? So then this way people can use that information. So I'm not using uh, uh, anything okay. to advertise. So when I was uh, you know, a driver from there, I became a dispatcher. And now I own a, a, a few different transportation companies. Uh, what I had done is obviously getting a credit as a is a very big uh, big thing here in Canada. Things work a little bit differently than in the U.S. that I've learned over the last few years. Uh, how I got myself situated is in between uh, factoring uh, some of the some of some of the work I did as well as my personal credit. Um, I partnered up with bigger transportation companies who allowed me to uh, collect my money much faster, and I was able to just uh, keep my expenses super low, and that's how I was able to get to the the, the little bit of the next level of my life, how I did take things. And yes, I did personal guarantee a lot of my stuff in the beginning. But when you're in the business for about three to five years, and uh, as somebody just mentioned that having that personal relationship with your with your banker is a very big thing, um, that, that, that goes a long way. So go see your banker uh, once a week or something. And then once they see you grow your business, uh, within you know a certain period of time, uh, everything gets uh, gets really really easy. Uh, in the early stages of our business, I was able to collaborate with some of the bigger businesses where they actually came in and took some of the ownership out of our business and just helped us financially. And by the time we got back on our feet, uh, they pulled themselves out, uh, and I was able to just keep growing. But I've been very fortunate. I collaborated with the right people, so I'm not going to suggest that everybody goes out there and look for a collaborator to come into their business. But that's also an option because getting credit sometimes in 24 or 36 months isn't the easiest way to go. But um, when you are working with the right companies, you are able to uh, get a better exposure for yourself and for your business. So what's an example of one of those companies, Adil, just so we can kind of get, make it plain for the people. So um, I, I work for uh, I currently work work with this company called FA International, which is not owned by me. I am I'm a consultant there for the last eleven years, and this is a family-owned business. They've been around for uh, almost a hundred years. Um, they are farmers and growers, and I was actually doing uh, freight for them through a different brokerage. It's a U.S. company called Tom Lang, who has a Canadian. Um, uh, a Canadian company called Global Logistics. So when I was freight forwarding for them, they, they asked me to come and work for them. And I just went in, I set up their brokerage, which is now today FA International. And uh, they just wanted to run it as a 3PL. And I had an idea that I wanted to have my own transportation company. And so what they did is when I started my own transportation company in 2012, they came in and they funded me 
uh, X amount of dollars oh, to to okay. be to be able to uh, you know get back on my feet because I had that relationship with these people, gotcha. right? So okay, right? So I'm not going to mention the amounts and stuff like that. Uh, so what happened is while they were financially supporting me, I was also able to do some of their in-house business. So one thing led to another and I was able to sort of get back on my feet and I stayed with the company as a consultant, which I am as of today. And then my own transportation company is still actively working here in Toronto, Ontario, Montreal, Quebec, a lot of different areas, right? Gotcha. So it, it is very important that how you situate yourself in a business where uh-huh. you're able to collaborate with different people. Bank is always going to be there for you, but if you can find a sort of a fast Other forward bigger way. bigger businesses, yeah. Man, that's, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like untapping tap. It's almost like private money, right? I ain't gonna lie, Adil. I was a little bit confused for a minute. I hit Henry on the side, and I'm like, Henry, I don't know what Adil is talking about. And then Henry said, "Well, he's speaking about building relationships can help you faster. Just as you, just as everyone always says, build relationships with a bank. Building a relationship with a larger company can help you as well. And that's very true because even if, let's just say, for instance, you build a relationship with a larger factoring company, and I won't throw any names out there, but they have other programs." to help you as well if you want to lease trucks if you want to you know get cheaper insurance rates different things like that so okay yes, i got it 100 <laughs> percent. and before i let everybody go um we expanded our business into the u.s and somebody had mentioned BMO, uh, bmo harris now bmo harris actually approached me we collaborated with them where mm-hmm. everybody that works within uh, all the different companies that i operate uh, they allow all the employees to come in with better rates for their mortgages, car lease, and all this other stuff. So this is just to give everybody an idea that that personal relationship goes a long way. So BMO is a Canadian bank, Bank of Montreal. They had official affiliation in the U.S. Once I opened my accounts there, within about six to eight months, they had started calling me to see how they could help us grow the business. My only approach was that I don't need anything for myself. I needed it for people I'm partnered with as in our employees and, and other transportation companies. So we have programs with them that helps them. Uh, new trucking companies come in business. Somebody has three to five trucks. You know, we collaborate with them. We support them. We give them business. The bank sees at them at, at a different level. So now the bank is coming to us and asking us how they can uh, create some some of the programs for everybody else that yeah. that we work with and we want to collaborate. With. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so, that's super smart. Just like you said, using those relationships, especially with the numbers, and even I, you know, even I do that as well. Like you know, it's like I got one truck, but with the people I work with closely, it's like cool. I have thirteen, and it makes the conversations a whole lot better when you start talking to people. So yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, so sorry, I was being confusing because I also did not want to go along the lines of selling myself. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. But yes, I had to restrict uh, what I can and cannot say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was good information, though. Yeah, and also, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, I would love to speak to you offline to figure out how some of those relationships can benefit us because we speak to, you know, quite a few people every single day, and I know, you know, we could figure out how that could benefit everyone here in the room as well. Yes, so uh, this is my second room, actually, I've spoken to. uh, Somebody had mentioned they heard me talk in another room a couple of days ago, so... I'm not a social media media kind of guy. So I actually set up an email, which is on my profile, which is clubhouse at FAINlogistics.com. People can just reach me out through there. Yeah. But we, but we also want to have that conversation too. So you can make sure, you know, it fits everybody, you know, make it work out. But you definitely drop Yeah. So if you, if you want to set up something, send me an email. Uh, I'm very flexible. I'll come in. 
My only idea is that guys, I, I'm very successful at what I do. I'm not here to sell myself, but if somebody needs help, email me, I'll give you my phone number. I'll give you all the things I have done in the past to get to where I am today. And that's all what I'm, what I'm going to do. I found out that clubhouse is very organic. This is the only reason I am here. I'm not here to, to offer you my, my services in any way. I don't need anything. I'm, I'm very blessed. Things have been very great for me. If somebody can use the information I have and, and get to the next level, that's how I got here today. I'm not here because, you yeah. know, I just uh, we, we appreciate that. And, and I don't even uh, try, I don't mean to move you, but we got like three more people before we got, cause we close out at 11, but no problem. Yeah. Thank yeah. You very much. And happy Easter. Yeah. And I'm going, and I'm going to reach out to you offline just so, you know, we can sp- uh, speak on some other things Absolutely. too, but appreciate anytime, you coming up, dropping anytime. those gems. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Adil. Take care. Have a good day guys. Hey, logistics lounge. Who we got on, <laughs> who we got on here this morning? What's up, Kelsey? Hey, Des, Henry. Delaney and Lakeisha, how you guys doing? Hello. Doing great. Hey. How you doing this Friday? Hello. I'm doing amazing. It's a beautiful day. I actually was coming up to um, assist when Bruni was asking a question, and I had a comment when it came to Navy Federal. So um, what's going on with Navy Federal is knowing the algorithm, knowing that Navy Federal is a community, you know, it's they're all about networking and family. So their algorithm, they operate off of a higher algorithm. They operate actually currently right now, they're doing nine going into 10, but before it was straight eight. So when you know the algorithm and the FICO system that they're operating in, then you would be able to understand the process. So when you go in and you're, applying for an account. First, you need an account. Your account needs to be at least six months for it to be effective when you go into getting a business credit card. It needs to be six months. And another major thing is having a savings account because they look at that, you know, especially right now over the last two years, as you guys know, business credit has really, really expanded, right? So everyone is, they're finding out about Navy Federal. Navy Federal knows, (laughs) you know, they see all the new people coming in and they're immediately going for these accounts, but it has to meet their process. So what I would recommend is, if you're blessed enough to, you know, be able to get in the Navy Federal and Dewan just gave you guys a back door, is that you establish the personal account with them. You establish the business account, but you do not apply for a business unless your credit score is over 725. And then there's other criteria to that, too. You know, like how many inquiries do you have? It's a whole system. But the six months getting both accounts and then go and apply for your business corporate credit card. So it's just like Chase. Chase have what they call a 525. So it's similar to the same thing. So once you know the process and the algorithm, then you'll be able to effectively get what it is that you need for your business. I know that's right. Just kidding. <laughs> is, that right? is that Rayana's voice on here? Yeah, that's Rayana's yes. voice. Okay. Hey, thank you. I was waiting on you to come up here and share some information because I know that that's your expertise as well. So thank you for blessing us with that this morning. Um, I know you speak on that when when you and I chat. You speak on that all the time, son. Stop being rude. You speak on that all the time. (laughs) 
as far as the algorithms and different things like that and how it can help you in any sector. So, y'all, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Make sure. <laughs> you having a good time. Man, make sure that you follow the Logistics Lounge Room. They are not new on Clubhouse, but this profile looks like is new. So make sure you give them a follow. That's your dinner right there. So definitely check them out as well. I love it when you say that. <laughs> you guys have a great day. <laughs> Absolutely. Have a good day. You too, Rayana. Thank you, Bree. You well. What up, Josh? You got another question, another gym? Yeah, another question, actually. Um, Logistics Lounge kind of just touched on what I was going to ask, but my question was in regards to, like, leverage, right? Um, with, with chasing business credit, are you able to leverage, because you talked about, like, the, the relationship with your banker and all that, that's leverage. But I'm wondering, like, if you have different instruments with a certain bank um, and you have a good track record with it, uh, i.e. personal bank account, um, let's say a money market account, you get a business account and you get a business savings, all that good stuff, does, does that... Uh, does that provide you leverage when trying to go after like business loans or business lines of credit if you have all these instruments with one financial institution and they're all in stable or good standings? Yes, it definitely does. Okay, simple enough. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Josh, for that question. I'm sure that that helps somebody out as well. Um, do any of the moderators have anything else that they would like to add? Or Delena, do you kind of just want to bring it back home with some information? I don't know if you have anything that you want to add. You gave out a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, covered a lot today. Um, and, you know, it was great. And also, you know, all of the questions. Um, if you have any questions, you can definitely um yep. All of my information is in my bio. And we have some great information, um, and great uh statements coming up this month for our financial literacy yes. month. I'm excited. I'm excited too. When you called me last night and when you dropped it in the chat and then you called me, I was like, Oh yes. This is what the people need because we have to bring one another up. You know, when one of us know the information, sharing it is the way that we'll really bridge the wealth gap, not just in business, but in life in general. So super excited about that. I want to give the moderators a chance to say something on this good Friday before we get on out of here. Desi, did you have anything to leave today? Hey, 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 great topic. Um, Definitely. If you're doing my, one of my things is if you're doing business out your pocket, you're at risk. So uh, minimize that risk, mitigate that risk by getting your credit up. Um, tap in. It's out there. Delana, hey, I'm calling you today. I know I'm a Joe, but I'm not a pro. So um, tap in with the pros. I mean, we could all read and educate ourselves, but tap in with a pro who really is in the know. Peace. Peace and love. Henry, what you want to leave with? Hey, I like to say, uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate you know all all the all the knowledge Delena was given today. I appreciate everybody who came up and shared. Some of these questions are real good because it allowed me to take some notes from when um yeah I was asking Delena questions. So I appreciate everybody that came and listened as well. And hey, just know where you're trying to go, know your goals, and just hey, do what you got to do. Stay positive and peace. Keisha, what you want to leave us with today? You've been working hard this morning. Oh my God, but still, you know what I'm. They still calling her. Uh-oh. Oh, hold on here. here. 
Oh my God, it was a good, good topic. Although I was busy, I want to tell y'all this is why Delena got the D in her name because she be knowing this stuff. So um, I can't wait till Monday. And Delena, I already got my email waiting for you. I'm just waiting for the sin. All right. <laughs> you can go ahead and send it. <laughs> Bree, what you want to leave us with? You made it to your destination? I'm about an hour and a half away from my destination. Hit that vacay, hit the beach, you know what I mean? But um, no, nah, I just want to honestly, it was a great day. Um, I also want to say thank you to everybody um, for Wednesday, my birthday, all the birthday wishes. Y'all flooded my Instagram um, and my cash app. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, and I just love y'all and appreciate y'all. And Delaney, we're going to link up, but, you know, you did your thing today. You had me wishing I could take notes. It's all right. It's all right. If you do take notes, and the podcast will be edited and put up on the Trucking Breakfast Club on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, yeah, if y'all have any questions, y'all know where to find us. Great topic today. Thank you all for coming in and listening. As always, it means so much. Uh, we love y'all, and we look forward to talking to you guys on Monday. Have a good weekend. Happy Easter. Get them babies some Easter baskets. And please leave us to yes, happy review. Easter. Leave us a review on our podcast. Yes, rate, review, please, share it on Instagram. Please, oh, please. you know, we Let got something know. coming for that, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's my follow- fault. I'm going to get some podcasts up. That was my fault. And if you ain't following, make sure you click the house and make sure you follow in the breakfast club. Y'all, y'all have a great weekend and happy Easter. I think Joshua was one of the first ones that said we were going to have a podcast. And boy, look at it. Absolutely.